Street Epistemology is a wonderful approach that anyone can learn. You can learn more about Street Epistemology at streetepistemology.com. We are breaking new ground here, Edgar. All right. You may very well be the first Christian that I've seen do street epistemology on camera. <laughs> there you go. There you go. I'm going to try to remain anonymous. I'm going to try to remain anonymous. <laughs> or like not. I think it's too late my... for that. Yeah. There you go. Too late. That was really cool. Thank you for your time and sharing your thoughts. Appreciate right. it. Hope yeah. to see you around. Have a good one. All right. Um, I'm really into photography, so I just wanted to ask what you were doing there. I'm interviewing you? people. Oh, okay. Yeah. Are you part of the newspaper here? Uh, no. Oh. No, I just got here. It's my first year. Is it really? Yeah. Oh. You do photography? Um, yeah. Is, is I have a Canon uh, T6i Rebel. Oh. Are you interested in my equipment or something? Yeah. Oh, okay. I have my drone here also. Uh, you got a drone? It. Is it easy to put the drone up? Oh, yeah, sure. Could you get some drone footage of me? Oh, sure. Yeah? I actually did I'll pay you for your UTSA. time. What's that? I actually did a drone footage for UTSA here. Um, oh, I neat. it about a week ago. Yeah. Uh, where is it? What's your name? Edgar. My name is Anthony. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. Uh, you just happened to just stop by and see me out here and just ask well, me that? that? I've seen you before. Mm -hmm. um, and I was wondering what, what is he doing? Yeah, I'll give you a, a sticker or a magnet. Which would you prefer? Probably a sticker, so I can put it on my back. So search for that on YouTube, and my name is Anthony, and you'll see examples of me interviewing the students here, largely. Here. Uh, this is the thing that I, do. I don't know if you want to put it like, up against you, so that the shadow will like it. Holy shit, this is awesome. Could you put it over that tree, and then just fly it slowly towards me here? Okay. Oh, here's your phone. Yeah, don't worry. Okay. Thanks. Appreciate it. Okay. <laughs> it's always an adventure out here, folks. Uh, good talk with Gunner. It seemed like he was more interested in talking about politics than his ghosts. You got this drone five years ago? Uh, two and a half. Wait, actually, I don't know. When did the Mavic one come out? I know nothing about drones. <laughs> oh, very little. Yeah, maybe like two... At most three years ago. I had it three years ago, yeah. And my brother crashed it when it was brand new. So there was no way to fix it. They told us you might as well get a new one. Have you ever abused machines before? What do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> do you ever fly a drone right into a tree on purpose? Oh no, never. <laughs> never? No, um, that's why, not? why they told us um, you might as well get a new one because it was gonna cost us around 800 to fix it and the drone itself cost us 1000 So the price is preventing you from just drilling that sucker right into a rock? Yeah. Okay. Now, there are some that are made for like temporary use. Like I have one that's 50 bucks and I used it just because for having fun. Um, and that one, I mean, it's 50 bucks. You can crash it and then you can buy another one. Let me ask, before you walk away and do that, let me ask you a quick question. Yep. If you had an unlimited access to drones, and you derived entertainment or pleasure from just drilling them right into rocks and trees and shit. I'll probably make a YouTube channel out of it. 
You just like make a YouTube channel out of it, just yeah. crashing them left and right? Yeah, like survivability of drones. Okay, interesting. Okay. All right, yeah, so let's do the drone shot. Maybe we can talk some more. Yeah, sure. I don't have any more time. <laughs> yeah, he probably has no idea what he just walked into here. Um, <laughs> oh, I fucking love this stuff. Oh, okay, I've got some students walking my way. I might see some familiar faces while he's droning. Be really nice. Maybe I can maybe I can snag one of these students to um, to stop by and pretend like they're talking to me. Do you want to be in the shot with this drone flying overhead? He's gonna like do a video with me. Are you interested or not? Okay. He's gonna just put it here and slowly come this way. Could you just sort of look like you're really thinking and like hmm, like that guy's asking me really good questions? Okay. What's your name? Uh, Tamir. Nice to meet you. My name is Anthony, by the way. Right, nice Thanks for stopping. Yeah. What are y'all well, doing? Well, he's coming now, so I'll just be like, kind of like I'm asking you questions. I really appreciate you doing this. I don't mind. I have a YouTube channel where um, I interview the people and the students here. This guy just happened to be walking by with a drone. And I was like, dude, can you just get like a shot flying overhead? So I can have something as an intro to my channel. About it. <laughs> yeah. I'll give you a link here. Would you like a magnet or a sticker? Okay. If you search for that, those words in my first name, Anthony, you'll see examples on my channel of me talking to people. Yeah. Dude, thanks for stopping and being a good sport about that. I appreciate it. All right, see you around, man. Do you have a card or something with your information on it? Um. No, um, I have another business that's actually embroidery, and I'm waiting on those cards. If not, I could have okay. given it to you. This is my card with my email on it. Okay. Would you please email me with a link so that I can download that? Sure. Okay, cool. Thank you. Here's a little something for your time. Oh, thanks. I really appreciate it. Incredible. Yeah, it doesn't have any sound on. Because no, no, that's fine. Wasn't any sound. I'll, put, I'll put music on it. Okay. Uh, oh my gosh, that's great. Oh, that's fantastic. I try to fly it as low as I can, well, as I'm legally yeah. allowed to. Do they because... give you a hard time using that here? No, actually, a cop once come, came to me and I thought he was going to tell me to shut it off or something. <laughs> he actually asked me if he could fly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I wish the cops told me that. Why? Did they give you a hard time? I wish they would say, hey, can I use your whiteboard and learn what you're doing? Oh, okay. Okay, well, actually, I, I would like to learn what you're doing. Yeah, yeah. Well, when you get settled, why don't you come back over here and we'll do a talk. This is the most the most unorthodox beginning to an, an SE conversation <laughs> to date. You okay if I record this, Edgar? Yes. Okay. He already has one of my cards and a magnet. Uh, just needs a puzzle piece. I gave him 20 bucks for the footage. Uh, hopefully he sends it to me. Grab some water.
Do you want to stand? How about you stand right there? Okay. Yeah, I think that'd be good. Or, um, honestly, would you mind terribly if we just moved one more time? Okay. That'd be good. I just want to keep... The wind's going to be hitting this yeah, mic, and, but there's noise there. I think that's the, the bigger culprit than yeah. the wind. Okay. So you're asking what I'm doing, yeah. and what I do is a version of, of epistemology called street epistemology. Okay. And it's a, it's a fairly non-academic version of it. It's simply using questions to respectfully challenge a person's claim okay. that they think is true. Okay. So maybe you have a supernatural view that there's an entity and you call it God and it listens to your prayers. Mm -hmm. Or you think that vaccines cause autism. You're sure okay. of it. Maybe you think the earth is flat. Oh, okay. Or you, that'd be really interesting with your drone. If, you, if you're, <laughs> I don't know if we could test it, but we take a claim like that, that you not only think is true, you act out on it because you think that it's true. Mm -hmm. We had briefly talked about crashing drones into rocks and stuff. I yeah. mean, we can talk about, it was actually kind of a topic that somebody suggested. It might be fun to explore. Okay. But if you're not passionate about it, it might be a little bit harder to use this approach with a person on. So is there something that you want to explore where I ask you questions in a short amount of time to try to get to the bottom of it? Uh, oh, maybe like ghosts aren't real? Ghosts aren't real. Yes. I just talked to a guy who thought ghosts were real. Okay. You don't think that they're real? No. Okay. I'll set a timer for four minutes. Okay. Are you 100% sure that ghosts aren't real? Maybe. I don't know. I would say around 75%. You're 25% sure ghosts are real? Well, maybe spirits, but maybe not ghosts. I mean, I, I think there's a hmm. difference between spirits and ghosts. Okay. How confident are you? Are, are we talking about spirits or ghosts then? Let's say ghosts. Let's say ghosts. Are you 25% sure ghosts are real? No, uh, I'm 100% sure uh, ghosts aren't real, and maybe like 20%, 25% sure spirits are real. Yeah, spirits. Can we explore your 25% confidence that spirits are real? Okay. What's the difference between a spirit and a ghost? Well, spirit is the soul of somebody. Uh, the soul? Yeah, like, for example, um, I as a Mexican, I celebrate uh, Dia de los Muertos, mm -hmm. Day of the Dead. Mm -hmm. So we celebrate the well, the souls of the people that we have lost, and they actually come on that day. And mm. well, there's a tradition that the, um, at the altar that we leave for them, all the food, the sweetness, they take it out on that day, and then we just get left, the leftovers. Okay. This is something that your culture celebrates yeah. and, and does on an annual basis, yes. I suppose. Do you think that that's what's really happening? I do because, um, well, the, the thing about the sweetness, it actually happens because when you try the day of the bread, day of the dead bread beforehand, it's yeah. sweet and it's really good. And then huh. when you try it afterwards, it's the sweetness is out. The only thing that makes it sweet is the sugar that they put on top, but the actual sweet on the bread, it's gone. Oh, this is interesting. Okay, I, I don't know much about this this yeah, uh, no tradition worry. that you have. No if I understand what you're saying, part of the tradition is to leave bread out leave or bread treats. Leave bread or the treats, yeah, treats. You leave treats out for the dead, the, your deceased relatives and so forth. The way that you can be fairly sure that it's real and happening is 
the taste of the bread changes yep. from what it tasted like at the beginning of the day. Yeah. Is it the day well, or is, the, it a, is it a week-long event or? Well, because it's two days. The first one is two days. the celebration of the saints, saints and children. And then the second of November, it's the celebration of everybody else. Like uh, okay. If I understand what you're saying, you have a test of sorts to see if this is what's really happening. Yep. And the way that you can test it is you taste the treats after 48 hours yep. and you notice a difference. And because they're no longer sweet. You can tell that they've been there. You can tell that the the souls or the spirits of our deceased relatives are, are here? Yep. Okay. Hmm. How often have you tested it? Have you actually performed this test? Uh, yeah, it's actually my birthday, so I celebrate it every year. It's your birthday? Both my birthday and that day, because November the first is the day in the saints and the children. It's also my birthday, so oh. besides celebrating my birthday, I also, I also do that. There's two times of the year that you actually have the opportunity to test it. Yeah, November the first, mm -hmm. which is day of the saint, and November the second, which is day of the dead. Everybody else. Uh, how's your birthday factored in that? Um, I celebrated alongside it, so huh. besides me celebrating my day, I celebrate their day. Oh, that's a nice gesture. Were you born on those day? On one of those days? Yes, I was born November the first. Oh, okay, I see. What would a failed test look like? What would a test look like where you would say, "Hmm, maybe these souls really aren't coming back to to suck the sweetness out of this bread"? Um, ooh, that's a good question. Um, I really have no idea how to answer that. Um, you currently well, do. Let's oh, sorry. say it's it's sweet. Also, um, well, I don't exactly believe that they didn't do it. Like most of the time, it works. Ah. It's not sweet anymore. But at um, the end of the ce the celebration, if you were to taste it and it was just as sweet, are you saying that it wouldn't dissuade you from thinking that the souls are real? No, not really. Hmm. What kind of test is that then? Well, like a fate. Fate, Pardon? Kind of, fate kind of test. It's a faith test? Yeah. Okay. And do faith tests always yield positive results? Not really. A faith like, test could yield a, a result that would lead you to conclude that it's not true? Mm, it feels, uh, it, it wouldn't dissuade me. Or I don't know how to say it. It, hmm. wouldn't, it wouldn't take me out of my conclusion that they're real, just because of one failed test or even a hundred. Even a hundred failed tests wouldn't reduce your confidence from a twenty-five percent to a one. No, because um, I, even though fails conclude that they're wrong, um, I would still like to think that souls of my past relatives um, are there to be with me one day of the, of the year. You like to think that it's the case. Yeah. Even if, Is that what I'm even hearing? Even if it was shown to be wrong. Hold on a second. E and let me just adjust this camera. Sorry. Yeah, um, I should have adjusted that before. Sorry. Even if it can shown to be not happening, you'd still continue thinking that your souls, the souls of your deceased loved ones are coming back? Yeah, because it's mm. it's nice to think that um, 
what we we think of them every single year mm-hmm. or every single day maybe mm. like some people but it's nice to see that they're two days of the year like next to us again or that we're remembering them in a special location yeah oh i see what you're saying well what's more important to you that their souls are really coming back and sucking the sweetness from the bread or the remembrances that you're making for the loved ones the remembrances because um food is food that, mm. that's just a little treat that we give them mm. like the things that they love the most mm-hmm. when they were alive um but the the actual definition of the day is to remember them and to feel that they're with us one day again okay okay so if you discover that you have no way of testing to see if their souls really are coming back, you'd still want to continue recognizing the loved ones that were around in the past. Yeah. Even yeah. like my mom's dad, I didn't meet him. Mm-hmm. Um, he died around seven years before I was born. Mm. But through pictures and through like videos, that he, he was a really great um, grandfather. Mm. Um, like mm-hmm. to my older cousins. Mm-hmm. They they can tell me stories about him. Yeah, and it's nice to remember him, even though I didn't meet him. Well, he raised uh, a lovely mom for me. Yeah, yeah, I see what you're saying. Okay, last question. Could you be at a one out of a hundred percent with regards to spirits and souls still coming back? Could you? Could a person be capable of decreasing their confidence that that's what's really happening and yet still acknowledge the loved ones that were there before us? Yeah, because, um, well, let's say, for example, you you said that you didn't know much about it. I never, oh, I, vaguely, yeah, I have okay, a vague but, understanding. But you still remember your past relatives, like, maybe once every month. Yeah, like, my father passed away five or six years ago. I often think about him, and maybe there's some things that we do to recognize it, like if I discover a picture. Mm -hmm. That's what I'm wondering though for you though. Is it necessary to think that their spirits and souls are actually coming back in order to honor them? Nope, not at all. Like I said, um, even if the sweetness didn't actually happen, Mm -hmm. it's it's just like another day of you remembering them for for what they were or who they were. Yeah, beautiful. All right, man, that was really fantastic. (laughs) So to answer your question, that's what I do. We take a claim, we explore it by me asking questions, and sometimes they could be difficult or challenging questions. And ideally, it, it causes the person to take, a, to take a second look at their views. And I think that was a really good example of it. And I, I want to thank you for your time. And I want to also thank you again for doing the drone shot. Yeah, don't worry. That was really nice. I'm really glad that you stopped yeah. to do that. So I think I've given you pretty much everything with the exception of one of these three pieces. Would you like to take one of them as a gift? And then if you see me out here again, we can pick up the conversation about... Okay. You want to uh, go for I'm that? I'm going to blue, so... Okay. Blue well, you can come back and you can build out the entire set of blue pieces if you want. Okay. Or you can use different colors or whatever. All do you right. have any questions for me? Um, when do you come back? Usually between 10 a.m. and 1 p.m. if the weather's good and I have some availability. Like weekdays or... Weekdays. Weekdays. Yeah. Okay. How about you? Um, I mostly take it out Thursdays and Tuesdays because... I only have one hmm. class and then that's it. Oh, you're just taking one class? Uh, well, for one day. I have my schedule like that. Oh, I see. I follow you. Yeah. Okay, good. 
Well, thank you again for your time. And if you want to hit me up on email or yes, whatever, sir. or at the very least, if you could send me the link so that I can yeah, download um, the footage. Hey, hey, hey. I appreciate your work. Oh, thank you. I'm a fan of you. Oh. I was expecting to see you someday here in San Antonio. Glad to see I'm you here, here today. I'm here. Right. <laughs> Before you run, I, I may have a t-shirt for you if you want to grab one. I'm for just sure. about to wrap up this interview. All right. Um, you got a minute? Yeah. Can you just hold off for a second? I'll get you. Okay, cool. What size shirt would you like? Um, large. I don't know if I have a large. Medium. I got a medium. Medium fit, yeah? Yeah, sure. Yeah, what's your name? Uh, Rudy. Thank you for stopping. I really appreciate that. I appreciate what you do. Thank you. All right, thanks. Very nice of you. Nice. Sorry about that. Yeah, don't worry. Would you like an invite to the Discord so you can yeah, actually sure. listen to the conversation that I'm having? And then people can engage with you. So um, somebody did ask me a question that, that, that uh, they wanted me to ask you, and I think it's a good one. Okay. The question is... It's still not coming through. Yeah, I don't know what... Uh, do you want to try your iPad? Um, yeah, we could try my iPad. Yeah, because I don't know what's going on. Oh, maybe it was going to my iPad. Oh, you know what? It was probably going to my iPad. Oh, so here. Hey, because he just said Anthony. Sorry, I turned off your cellular. Contacts only, everyone. Yeah. Oh, you just turned off my cellular? Uh, there, I turned it on back again. Okay, cool, cool. Yeah, sorry. I, I That's okay. It might just drop my connection Anthony's to the iPad Discord. Eight. There you go. So the question is, I think it's in regards... Did it come through? Still says waiting. Hmm. The question is in regards to the conversation that we just had about spirits and souls and your, mm -hmm. your, your confidence and that you're doing this as a way to honor your deceased loved ones. Yeah. And the question is... What might be a second best way to go about acknowledging the loved ones in our life other than thinking that their souls are coming back and sucking the sugar out of sweets? Mm. Well, like for example, I, I'm, I'm Catholic, so I could just go to church and be there with mm. them. Mm. Like just pray and think that they're alongside me or just trying to have a conversation with them. Okay. Um, and maybe for those that don't pray or like they don't have any religion at all and they just want to remember their loved ones yeah um it could be that well like you said you found a picture or you found something that was prior to them mm -hmm. and you have these memories that come back to you about them mm -hmm. and maybe you don't see it but they're actually remembering with you okay it sounds, sounds like you you do you do still adhere to this idea that spirits and souls of our loved ones are still around us yeah like um hmm. okay oh i don't want to go into that but um well like for example um some people might think like for your father uh my father you would like to think that he looks down to you right like he look he looks after you sometimes i don't feel the need to think that okay I think the memories of him are enough and maybe stumbling across a picture or a video or, or thinking about a funny thing that maybe happened when he was around. That's sufficient enough for me. Okay. And yet it doesn't sound like that's the case for you. That. Well, for me, um, like I said, um, it's, it's not the need of feeling that they're there, but it's, it's nice to feel mm -hmm. or to think that they're right there. I think you said that earlier. It's nice to think that this is what's happening. Yeah. Do you think that it's actually what's really happening? Yeah, I do. You do? Yeah, like for example, I, I do. But mm -hmm. let's say that somebody doesn't know these ideals or they have never yeah. thought about it. Yeah. Well, wouldn't it be nice to think that they're actually there? 
like what's wrong with saying that they're not? It's it would be nice to think that I'm a millionaire as well. However, I'm not. Yeah. So do you do you understand the difference between something that's nice to think that it's the case yes. and thinking and thinking that it truly is the case? Yeah. Can I get in there? <laughs> Um, it's it's not doing it, so I'm just gonna send it to you to a Google Drive. It will be much okay. Better. You got my email now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think that was good enough for a first talk. Let's let's yeah. end it on that note. And then, would you please come back if you see me out here again? Okay. And yeah, we'll sure. pick it up. And I, I'd like to revisit this idea of being able to test it. Mm -hmm. Well, actually, I'll actually look it up again for our next discussion. And actually come back with another test. Okay, great. That sounds good. Oh, I know what's happening. It's two minutes and it's like I said, it's two two point seven. So it's a really large file. Okay. Did you uh if you wanna try the drone again, like I said, I'm just gonna be over there at the soccer, at the soccer fields. Oh, I think I got plenty of footage. Okay. But yeah, I'll tell you what. Let's say I'm out here and I'm chatting with somebody, and you have some time. If you wanna just buzz it over and capture well, that. Most of the time, I'm just flying around. So if I see you here and yeah. I just see somebody there, I'm just gonna buzz it by. Beautiful. I love that. That'd be great. Alright. Uh, hopefully, it's done by the time. Okay. Alright. It was nice to meet you. It's my pleasure, Edgar. Thanks for your time. You're welcome. See you around. <laughs> that was the most convoluted conversation I think I've ever had. And it's not because of his views. It was such an interrupted conversation. I mean, I, I guess people might find that interesting. Okay. I find what you're doing to be so scary. It is scary. I get scared too. It is, it is kind of scary at first, but... When you do it enough. Can you suggest anything to work up to it? Well, I mean, you can dial, you can dial back your goals too. It doesn't have to be, I want to talk to people to change their mind. It could be, I want to ask somebody to stop and ask them a question that might cause them to take a, look, a few seconds about their thoughts and then just build off of that. Did you ever see the survey that somebody made there's these wonderful questions oh i didn't send you the link well i was i was thinking about just emailing it to you oh yeah do you want the invite though what's the easiest way to send you the invite oh i need a link yeah i think you need an invite link right can i help you find something i'm looking for the music building Edgar, you know where the music building's at? Oh, shoot. Uh, I'm not really sure. Like I said, it's my first semester. I don't even see it on here. I know, it's not on here. It must have a different name. If you have the app, I think it shows you. Hopefully I can show it to you. Oh, there's a survey. Thank you for posting that. I'm trying to think the best way. Are you on Twitter? Uh, no. I really... What is the best way to Facebook? send this to you? Messenger? Let me just check my email and I'll just reply to your email. Oh, there it is. Edgar. Okay. Let me... So, folks, um, when will you be joining? Can you join today? Yeah, I can join right now. Okay. 
Uh, looks like Edgar is going to be joining the Discord folks, so be give him a very warm welcome. Uh, it sounds like you're a Catholic. Is that right? Yeah. There's actually a few Catholics in the group. Okay. Yeah. Let's see here. Hey, if you join, um, say hello. Just unmute your mic, say hello to me so that I can hear your voice. I think it'd be kind of neat if I heard your voice. But when people join the channel that I'm on right now, they um, I ask them to mute their microphones. Okay. Uh, private one? Hmm? Private one-on-one? No, there's one called live chat. It may not be immediately available to you since you just joined. Is there a moderator that can add to the SE live and text chat channels? I think by default they're they're not available. SE practice, SE videos, private one on one, lounge chat. There's a lot. Yeah. SE live chat. There you go. Now that's the text. Oh, that's the text. That's happening. There's if there's also a voice one below it. I think. Scroll down a bit. See all those people Call there. Show. Oh, okay, I got it. Join that one. <laughs> There's Edgar. All right. Do you have headphones or something? Uh, I forgot my headphones at home. Uh, I really wish I had. He's got some speaker phone. Yeah. Let me talk into. I'm gonna say. Hello, Edgar. That was weird. <laughs> All right. All right. See you around, bud. I gotta tell you, man, that Edgar, he was a real problem. <laughs> he's walking away. I'm wondering if he's gonna turn around and look at me. He might not, he's waving. <laughs> okay. Be nice to Edgar. Don't dogpile him. Oh, Edgar, you're you're about a hundred yards away from me now, but um, since you're listening, if if there's a specific way you would like me to thank you for your drone footage, I could put that in the video description. So if you want me to use your first name or your full name or whatever, uh, feel free to let me know in that email. I hope you guys left good comments about Edgar, because I'll probably be watching him. Hmm. Thanks again for participating in that talk. What did you What did you think about it? As you're walking away, I could barely see you now. You want to give me some feedback? Mm-hmm. enough which video did you end up watching oh you sound like you watched more than one then so you, you watched the first you, there's two videos with Maritza the first one it sounds like you watched the one about truth there's a set there's a second conversation with her that I I would really love it if you can make some time to watch the second one she talks about spirits. 
and we exp we explore the evidence that she has for thinking that spirits are real. Do you think that you could do you think that you could watch that one before we talk a second time? If you're still willing to do that? Yeah. Okay. Great. Great. Okay. Thanks, Edgar. <laughs> that was cool. How's it going, guys? Do you have time to do an interview by any chance? Are you, are you guys on that lift or there? Or are you doing something else? Okay. Yeah. This is a trippy day. Imagine what we just were proposing here. So a video of a con <laughs> I mean, I was just thinking how my conversation with Edgar is going to prepare me for a third conversation with Maritza. And here we just, I just um, suggested to Edgar to watch the conversations with Maritza. It's so neat. It's so neat the utility uh, that these videos offer. Damn. No, I'm not saying that, but I'm just saying it's it's neat how uh, my conversation with Edgar, I think, would help me for my third talk with Maritza. And yet, I still think Edgar could probably benefit from watching the both conversations. Um, this would be, wouldn't, it, wouldn't this be really neat? What if Edgar watches a whole shitload of SE videos and really learns this method? And then he happens to run into Maritza. And I'm not even here. <laughs> Edgar, are you listening? Um, wouldn't that be neat? Wouldn't that be neat? Edgar, I have high ho I, I've got high hopes for you, Edgar. <laughs> I think we're putting the cart before the horse. Do you have a few minutes to watch my gear while I use the bathroom? Okay. Edgar, do you want to do interviews while I'm gone? <laughs> Figure out what they believe is true. Ask them why they think it's true. And then ask them how they can determine that that's a good reason. and give them plenty of time to think about it. Okay. I will mute myself and uh, listen in to your conversations. Why not? You watched three of my videos, right? Ask them, yeah. Ask them if they have uh, time for a short interview. So Edgar, as you're working your way over here, 
There's a small tripod in the bushes over here that's just going, you don't have to do anything with. But the other one that's on the taller tripod, oh wow, this one just froze. Oh no, it's gone. Um, the one on the tall tripod, it is recording, but the camera's pointing down. So all you have to do is just raise it up and kind of position it once your conversation partner is stopped. Yeah, just lift it up. Meaning once they stand in a, in a spot, just lift the camera up to, no, 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 when they physically stop moving. Do you want me to snag someone for you to talk to? Or do you want to do it yourself? I'll have to give you my camera too. Okay, I'm leaving a lot of equipment with you, buddy. I'm taking my cell phone and my iPad though, but you've got about, you've got about three cameras here. Can you just position it up there and record yourself? Really? How long does it last for? As long as the battery lasts. Huh? As long as the battery lasts. Okay. Do you want to wear this camera? Yeah. We are breaking new ground here, Edgar. All right. You may very well be the first Christian that I've seen do street epistemology on camera. <laughs> there you go. There you go. I'm going to try to remain anonymous. I'm going to try to remain anonymous. <laughs> or like not... I think it's too late my... for that. Yeah. There you go. Too late. Um, okay. So four minutes? Yeah, just the time that starts the timer. Okay. That stops it. Hold the bolt to reset. Oops. I'm doing it upside down. <laughs> oh. Okay. I'm gonna mute my mic. Okay. Okay. All right. So now. I think my mic is muted. Yep. Oh, you don't have uh, Air AirPods or earbuds, right? Nah. Okay. Will people be able to hear you talking? Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll just put it right here. Okay. I'm gonna go grab a snap and uh, something Yeah, sure. You unmute your mic. Yeah, uh, give me one second. I'm just talking with Anthony. Yeah. Yeah, so Anthony was saying earlier that uh, he was wondering why other people don't uh, don't go to the colleges in their area. I mean, I, I live in a city, and there is one. There is one state school in my city. There's, there are some Christian schools as well. I wouldn't feel as comfortable going. There's like four over schools, here. Anything? Who lives close to a state school? I mean, me. Me. It's one. Well, Edgar. Of course, we know that. <laughs> I'll be right back. Thanks. All right. <laughs> Okay. Okay. Just, I'm gonna take a picture of Edgar before so I go. Out of the 34 people here, uh, or well, 34 people in box. Uh, sounds like two of them live near. <laughs> uh, 
a large school. All right, and to the left. Astro, yeah, okay. yeah. I live 30 minutes from one of the largest schools in America. Okay. Who should I snag? Somebody with that their earphones in. Hmm. Alright, so it looks like we're up to about 10%, maybe 12% of the people in the, in the chat. Um, Say that they're near a large school. Oh yeah, there you go. Nice. Hmm. And there, say something to us so we know that you're there. Ah, uh, okay. Wait, what do you want me to do? Just talk like, like, to me. Talk like I you know. Something's going on, what's on your mind? Oh, okay. Alright. Uh, I was going to try to grab two guys, but uh, they're in military uniform and they're on the phone, so never mind. Um, oh, there's a pair here. Maybe I can get them too. Hey guys, uh, do you have time for a little interview? Uh, no. Nah? nah. No, Alright. Yeah, they were probably talking to each other. That was not a good time. You use it Authoritative voice. What? Well, what was that? Use a more authoritative voice, like saying, "Hello." No, wait, wait. Let me Hello. 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 A lot of people rushing. What time is it? Oh, that explains it. Oh, be sure to keep my camera then. Oh, thanks. Okay, there it's down. Still looking. Bunch of people either talking to each other on their phones or earputs. So. Hmm. Come on. wind really died down so I don't think the audio is gonna be that much of an issue oh here's somebody never mind he waved me off Astrocard? Yeah, my the school mascot is on my t-shirt. How did he know that? 
Try to get a group of people. Maybe they can do a little better one. Or does Anthony not do that? Like a group of, a group of people. Yeah, yeah hopefully. Hey guys, uh, do you have time for a little interview? Not really, no? man. I gotta go. All right, Bye. don't worry. I forgot that I had to keep my phone here. I think you guys can hear me. Oh, he posted a picture of me. Sometimes he get his someone to be his assistant. Okay. Hmm. A lot of people just looking down. Do you have time for an interview? Yeah? Um, so, uh, can, can I can you, uh, record you? Okay. Uh, can you stand over here, please? Let me post this. Alright, there we go. Um, so, what I do, well, I don't do it, but I'm helping somebody out. It's street epistemology. Okay. So, mostly, um, what are your, or what is something that you firmly believe in? And um, could could it be challenged? So four minutes, is that fine? Sure. Okay. So for example, uh, when he was doing an interview for me, uh, I told him that I don't believe in ghosts, but I I do believe in souls, um, something like that. Or like, is faith something based on you, or um, is it something that you got um, from your parents? Okay. All right. So. What is um, what is something that you firmly, strongly believe in? Uh, that nothing happens after you die. That nothing happens after you die. Yeah, okay. That it's like a void. Okay. Uh, why do you think that? Um. So. Scientifically. My brain says that I like to the like your your consciousness mm -hmm. and uh, whatever it is that makes you specifically you is is attached to your your biological functions. And so while I do think that your atoms perhaps are uh, recycled, Okay. Because no new matter is ever created. Mm -hmm. um, the the specific 
components of what make you precisely you only exist within your physical body and so once your heart stops and your brain stops that that is all the ties to who you are as a as a being okay and so while your your physical body cells and atoms and like could be recycled and you could theoretically end up like as a new person or what have you okay so like way, buddhism is that where you yeah like okay. reincarnation in a way but like your actual soul soul and who you are as a person doesn't exist after Oh, okay. So, so, like, I believe that your atoms and, like, individual, like, cell components mm -hmm. get recycled, per se, but not that your your soul and what makes you who you are gets recycled. I think that only exists for your lifetime. Oh, okay. I'm going to put this here because they say that um, I'm having my mic sensitivity. All right. Okay. Sorry. Um, so, what I understand is that you go to this belief through scientific method kind of yes. way? Yes. Alright, so let's say that there was no science to it, that there's... Sure. We, okay, let's say we go all the way back because you were saying um, that your atoms don't move from your body. So let, let's go back to the time where atoms weren't even discovered yet. Sure. How would you... Would you still believe that there's nothing after you die? Or how would you... Um, Thing. How, how would you prove that there's nothing after? I think without the, the fundamental knowledge that like you can't create something out of nothing and that like your atoms recycle so to speak based mm -hmm. on like chemistry and, and physics and like the, the rules of nature and whatnot. Mm -hmm. I think it'd be really hard for me to like explain that. Uh, So if I didn't have that scientific, you know, theories and, and rules to back me up, I don't think I could I could necessarily say that with confidence. Oh, okay. Um, is it okay if I ask you about your religion? Like, sure. Okay. Yeah, uh, I was raised religious. Um, you were raised religious. Yeah. Okay. So my family raised me Missouri Son of Luke. And oh, while can, can I, we keep going? Yeah. Okay. Um, because I got a little bit time. Okay. Um, but. I don't necessarily like, like. I don't feel in my heart and the hearts, and I'm not like compelled. Okay. In, in like truly, honestly, believe that there's a god. Like it might, it might be a thing. Mm -hmm. I don't know. So, but, like, I don't. I don't usually associate with a religion. Okay. Other than just like science. So I'm I'm assuming a little bit here. While you were raised, did you believe in God? So I was about eight. Okay, uh, what what happened so, that, that shifted you from God, like not believing in God and then now believing in the scientific way of it? I started to question when I was about eight or so. Okay. And then by the time I turned 13, I kind of figured out how I felt on the matter. Um, and my shifting to a more scientific explanation of things is like, that's not necessarily discouraged in my family but my family is a little more of the the idea that anything that science can't explain is okay God. anything that science can't explain is God yeah. so if we can't explain it yet but like it's a phenomenon that happens and exists and we can't explain it with science mm -hmm. then it must be like the hand of God 
Uh, okay. So, uh, I'm a big nerd <laughs> and like to read a lot. And so, during a lot of my formative well, it's, years... It's what makes you happy, right? Yeah. During my formative years, I did a lot of reading and research. And when I was trying to figure out how I felt about things, um, like looking at different religions and what have you, okay. uh, to see if it was just the religion I was raised with that I was uncomfortable with, uh -huh. or religion in general. Religion in general. Okay, so what did you it, come to it conclude? Is, it is religion in general that I'm not particularly comfortable with. Um, okay. So, like, I do loosely believe in the idea of recreation, mm -hmm. I mean, reincarnation. Okay. So, like, if any, if, if there was anything other than just a void of nothingness after you died, I would... The, the ideal scenario to me would be reincarnation. Because okay. I'm not, I'm not interested in a heaven or hell and eternal life, like that has no appeal to me whatsoever. Okay, so you do, be, you don't believe it like religiously, but you would, you like to think that if it did happen, it would just be reincarnation. Yeah. So like, if I had to pick. Yeah, if you had to pick. Yeah, but uh, I'm not, I'm not exactly convinced that anything actually happens. So. You you would like to believe in reincarnation instead of just the void, but you don't I believe in. I prefer the void. You prefer the void. I okay. I prefer the void. Like I want. Like once you die, that's it, and there's nothing, and oh, you just okay. simply do not exist. But if there, if you're, if anything, uh, if that wasn't the case, like my option two is the void. I mean, I mean, reincarnation works English. So okay. Um, I get really confused. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's complicated. But, but like, I don't you, have a, you wouldn't I don't... like the idea of... Well, for example, I'm, I'm a Catholic. Sure. And I really like the idea that after death, it's not just emptiness uh, that I had the choice. Like, yeah. if, I was good to, if I was good to myself and to others, and I followed the guidelines, yeah. I'm going to go to a good place, to heaven. Yeah. You, that doesn't appeal to me. That doesn't appeal to you. No, okay. I don't want eternal life. None of that. You would just rather live another life. Yeah. Live another life thing. Sorry. Yeah. Because, um, like, my dad died when I was 12. Oh. And oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. And he was my universe. And my mom takes a lot of comfort in the idea of heaven because she knows that he's in heaven. That he's in and heaven. And so that she will go to heaven and join him someday brings her a lot of comfort. But for me, um, I'm more of the position that, you know, kind of just have to let it go. And okay. It is what it is. It is what it is. Okay, so it doesn't bring you any comfort. So okay. the idea of having an eternal life. Alright. Um, so going back to the original question real quickly. Like you said, you were you're backed up on the scientific method that yeah. there's nothing besides that void. I mean if there was something that came to contradict it, yeah you could change my mind. Okay. So not the scientific method, but me, as a believer, as a Catholic, I'm trying to convince you to actually turn yourself that there is a heaven, there is a hell, and that there is something after that, but you can't use your scientific method. What else would you back yourself up that there's nothing? I don't think I could. Okay. Because my my way of thinking is so connected to that scientific method and stuff that I it would be hard to not only like convince me that um, 
convince me otherwise or convince me of something new. Mm -hmm. Because that's kind of like the, the rule book of which I do my logical thinking. Okay, um, so do you have faith that the scientific method is the true nature? Or is that just something that you want to believe? The first one. The first one. So you so have faith like, that that's I it. Have, I have faith, I suppose, that the scientific method is accurate and that all we know about science is how we can explain it. Like, that science itself is real and how we explain it, we learn over time to grow more accurate to that. Mm -hmm. Um, but the overall like laws of the universe don't change. Okay. Um, so, so like we couldn't explain gravity until okay. like Newton and Einstein. Newton and Einstein. Yeah. Um, uh -huh. But doesn't mean gravity didn't exist. Like it didn't change after we figured out how to name it and call it something and how to predict it and do math and things like that. So, okay. Let's say this the scientific method. We try to explain it right now, but we're sure. not completely sure. You think in the future will be to completely be able to 100% certain I don't know deduce. if we can do that, but I certainly hope so. You hope that in the future we'll have an, a scientific explanation to death, or not death, uh, the life, or after, if there's anything after, after, death? after death. Post yeah. death? Post death. I mean, I don't think it's beyond the realm of reason. I think that could be the case, that, that we could figure that out. But, I mean, I'm not going to hold my breath. <laughs> I mean, we're still trying to figure out how to explore the deepest depths of the ocean. So it, it might take a hot minute. So you think us as humans um, will rather focus on other things than focusing on what happens after after us? Like, we'll rather I explore. I think right humanity as a, as a whole is typically too afraid to... Uh, too afraid and, and, and too scared to, to actually have a real answer to that. We knew uh -huh. with absolute certainty that this is what happened. I don't think humans would take that. Okay, so what what I'm think you're saying is that if we knew what happened, our lives wouldn't actually change. Like I think it's one of those things I don't think we would want to know. Oh, I like think we would rather not know and have our own beliefs. So, like for example, you would not want to know when you're gonna die. Exactly. You're you would rather just live on life as it is. Yeah. Okay, that's really interesting. Um, like, so, and and I'm not saying that like like it would probably have this. Uh, it would either have like a huge effect on humanity and life in general if we knew exactly with absolute certainty what happens after you die. Or it could not affect us at all, and we'd be like, whatever, we're still going to believe what I'm going to believe, because we're stubborn like that. Mm -hmm. But I don't think, I think if, like, humanity had a choice, we would rather not know. We would rather So that we could believe what we want to believe. Okay, but in case we did know what it was, do you think us as humans would block away that absolute, that absolute answer, and instead keep on believing on what we believe happens? Uh, I think a, a good portion of people would. I mean, like, you have scientific evidence that vaccines are good, but they're still anti-vaxxers. They're still anti-vaxxers, that's true. So, I think it's, it's one of those things that... I mean, you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make them drink. So, you could show wow. them something that you know is the absolute truth, but that doesn't mean they're going to 
believe you. Or take it as it's true. Take it as it's true. Okay, that's... And that's I can read something that I know is absolutely true and somebody else can read it and get a completely different uh, interpretation of it. So, it's, it's one of those things. Alright. Well, that was really interesting and <laughs> I think you have to go, right? I do have to go. I have... An exam in 10 minutes. An exam, okay, yeah. There's a car. Oh, okay. <laughs> Don't worry. He, is this for me? Yeah, this is for you. Cool. Uh, in case you want to check it out. And actually, do you want a sticker? I will take a sticker. You will take a sticker. Okay, here you go. And if you want to look it up, uh, he's actually the one that does it. I, I'm just helping him out for right now. Sure. Uh, he has a YouTube channel. Okay. Where he does all of this and it's really good. You should really look it up. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, Thanks for so, having me. In case you press by again, he actually is here on the weekdays, like from 10 to 1 or 2, if I'm not mistaken. Um, So there's also this. Uh, Which color piece would you want? Blue. Blue. Okay. So next time you actually come by, I actually took a blue one also. Yeah. So he told me next time we come by and if you see him, you can try to debate him out with him, like instead of me. All right. All right, I should go. Well, thank you very much. Bye, have a good day. You too. Good job, man. I was really nervous. You were nervous? Do you want to mute your microphone? Yeah, give me one second. Okay. There we go. Okay, I want to do a debrief. You have time to do a debrief? Yeah, sure. Like, I don't have anything. Awesome job. There we are. Okay, okay, good, good. Edgar, you did it. You know, there are so many people listening to this who we were just actually talking about it. You may have even been listening. You... Uh, I wasn't listening because I knew no, it was not, not, be not at the moment, not at the moment, but okay. before you came back. Oh. We were talking about how it could be really nerve nerve wracking to do what you just did. Could you mute that? Oh, okay. We don't do that anymore. There we go. Okay, and this battery's about to die. Let's do a quick debrief. First of all, congratulations. Yep. From what I heard, it was a little, it was broken up quite a bit. Yeah. But was, from what I heard, it was, you did a great job. It's hard, or challenging, I suppose, to get somebody to stop, and you managed to do that. You explained what you were doing. Uh, tell me about, how, you, how are you feeling? Let's start with that. Um, I felt like I wanted to give my opinion. Yeah. Yeah, a lot, but I tried to hold back as much as I could. I did come out as a Catholic, and I know I'm supposed yeah, to remain. Yeah, I noticed that. Anonymous, but um, I was trying to challenge her mm-hmm. against her beliefs, against mine. Remember you were asking, like, well, what do I do? What do I say? And I said, find out what they believe, their reasons why, and how they concluded that that's a good reason. What was her claim? Her claim was that after life, there's nothing, because... She went in the scientific method of it, that her our atoms stay inside of us, and that our molecular parts like they don't move. So in the in the case of reincarnation, our mm. soul as a person mm-hmm. it doesn't move. We're a different person. We're not the same person as we were. It doesn't move. What does that mean? Well, she was basing that her soul was based on atoms and the oh. molecular parts. Okay. She doesn't have the view that there's a soul that comes back after people die. No. Which is something that we actually discussed earlier. I asked her if it was like Buddhism. And she said yes, hmm. but that the fact that our soul, it doesn't move. Like, our soul stays there. Buried in the it just It's matter, basically. Yeah. Is that what you say? Yeah. Okay. And then what was her main reason why she thought that? 
She said, well, first of all, she said that she stopped believing in religion at the age of eight. Okay. And that... I'm going to get a little closer just so I can get yeah, you. Yeah, sure. And that she So windy was, out, noisy out. Yeah, I was really worried because she was a little bit... Well, also, I think the sensitivity on your microphone was maybe too sensitive. Okay. So whenever there was a breeze, it was cutting out. Well, yeah, it's the... Yeah. Microphone. I, didn't have I my... almost walked over here to give you one of my AirPods to make it a little bit better, but yeah. I, I I don't want to interrupt you. Yeah. Um, so what she said that at the age of eight, she started developing doubts and then she stopped believing on her, on God. And then she... She stopped believing in God at eight. Yeah, at eight. That was the reason why she thinks that there's no soul? Well, here's the thing. After she stopped believing in what she was taught by her parents, she started looking into other religions like mm. if it was just that particular religion that she didn't really follow but then she, she said that all religions she doesn't think of them as true and that she would mm. rather go with something that is proven truth okay she doesn't believe the claim that there's a god or a soul because it can't be demonstrated it can't be proven yes. by the scientific method and i asked her if um did she think that in the future we could actually prove that they were true and she said maybe but the like if it was proven, uh, she said that some people might not, might refuse to believe that human truth and still stick to their beliefs. She thinks that people who think God is real would still keep believing in God if it was demonstrated that, that God didn't exist? Is that what she if, was it, if it was demonstrated by humans that God didn't exist, uh -huh. She believes that there would still be some people, some groups yeah. that remain uh, Christian in God. believers. Yeah. Well, do you remember when I asked you the question, you said something like, I like to think that they're souls. Yeah. And it sounded like you were even saying, even if we can't test that that's the case, I might still continue believing it. Yeah, like let's say I wasn't raised in God, I would still like I I would still believe that there's my um what, what was it called? Uh, my family members Spirits. looking after me. Yeah. And like, you still believe that they, yeah. Or not even looking after me, just there. Which is what she basically said. She was saying, I think, that she thinks that people would still believe in a God, even if it could be demonstrated that that's not the case. Yeah. Which is very similar to what you told me earlier with regards to souls, if I'm not mistaken. Yep. Kind of. Okay. What was her methodology? How did she... Did you get into method? Did you get into how she determined that that's a good reason for not thinking that there's a God? Oh, shoot. Uh, it's okay if you didn't. I mean, you, honestly, you nailed it. I mean, you knocked it out of the park. So don't feel bad if you didn't cover that. But it's one of the most important. It it's one of the most. It's one of the most important aspects of what we do with street epistemology, is we want to figure out how are you concluding that you have good reasons. Oh, um. Here's the thing. I remember now. She mm -hmm. she told me that she she claimed herself. I didn't say it. Mm -hmm. she claimed herself as a nerd that she really liked to read. Uh -huh. So that she how she came up with the scientific method of that there's nothing. She said that after reading a lot, that she went um, more into that. That's how she bases herself that there's no soul. That it's all atoms. She did a lot of reading and research, yes. and then she came to the conclusion that there's no, okay. So a good question might be something like, if you continued reading and you discovered other writings that explained that there was a soul, would you find it compelling? Now she might say something like, well, no, I would just dismiss it. 
And then you can get into how she's deciding what she will accept when she reads and what she rejects when she reads. And that's epistemology. And that's the heart of it. That's the foundation of these beliefs that we have. I, I did ask her, um, why would she base her belief in if she couldn't use the scientific method? If that, if that scientific way that she was saying, it was proved to be wrong. Okay. And she's, she did tell me at the beginning that she couldn't really rely on anything else. But then I asked her, do you, what do you think it is? That it, it is faith that you have that the scientific method is actually true? Mm. Or it's it your belief that it's true? And she told me that it's faith. That she said it's faith? Yeah, it's faith on the scientific method. That oh, faith on the scientific method. Okay, interesting. Do, when we do street epistemology, one thing that's incredibly important is getting a person's definition of words. And faith is one of those words that the second you hear somebody say it, Ask them what they mean by the word. Because more than likely, my definition, your definition, their definition, her definition, your drone's definition, wherever the <laughs> hell that thing's at, no. our definitions right. of that word can vary greatly. So make sure that you're you're talking about the same things. But dude, I think you did a phenomenal job. Thank you very much. I actually have something special for you in my bag here. Brain. Okay, you deserve a brain. And if you keep coming back, we can build out the set with uh, with the rings that you have. Okay. All right. Well, where is your drone at? Did it land? Right there. Oh, I didn't put it up. Oh, I thought it was up that whole time. No, no, no. no. Oh, you brought it uh, down. The wind got too strong. I didn't want it to. I can put it there and I can put it on station, but mm. I didn't want to force the motors and then it would eventually crash. Yeah, it got a little bit more windy yeah. than it was when you were earlier filming. I tried to cover the mic as much as I could with my body and my head. Well, I think you did a stellar job. I think you did a stellar job. I wish I could have been that good when I first went out to do this seven years ago. So, fantastic job. Fantastic job. It was mostly Sunday school. Because I used to be a teacher <laughs> in Sunday school. Oh, you have a teaching background? Uh, hmm. Yeah, um, I did it for 13 years and down. So okay. It was kind of interesting trying it without one of my age or, or Good for you. Good for you. Well, you're more than welcome to come back and do that again with me at any point if you see me out here. Just wait till I'm not talking to somebody before you come up and then we'll we'll do some more. Alright. Alright. I actually have two more GoPros and the camera that I told you in case you want to use it. Right now I've got three and I think that's plenty. In fact, <laughs> what I'm finding is that I'm running out of hard drive space. I used to be able to upload two years worth and stick them on my hard drive, and now I can go to like half a year oh. on my hard drive because uh, because I now have three cameras and they're they're recording you know 24 gigs of data on each one, so it fills up my my hard drive pretty quickly. All right, I'm gonna switch the camera out. I mean the battery out on this one. Anything else? No. What'd you think? It was really cool. And it was good to see other people's opinions. Yeah. And maybe even push back a little bit on what they're saying without it becoming too hostile. hostile. Exactly. Good, good. Well, that was cool. You you made my week with that. That was really great. And I'm going to try to be out here again tomorrow. I'm going to think I'm going to wrap it up for the day. Join the Discord. You're on it already. And let, them, let them know what you... I'm sure they have a shitload of questions. Do you guys have any questions for Edgar? Do you want to turn it back on speaker? Yeah. Okay, he's going to put it back on speaker. There we go. Edgar's back online.
The Street Epistemology Podcast is a production of Street Epistemology International. You can donate or learn more about this nonprofit organization at streetepistemologyinternational.org. The views, guests, and topics expressed here or not expressed here do not necessarily represent those of the organization.